Welcome to BSR, where we get our friends to talk about stuff they'll probably enjoy but wouldn't have brought up themselves. BS Reactor is recorded in a socially distanced quasi-studio to keep everyone here safe. The following is Rated R. We tried to shoot for PG-13, but come on, there's profanity in the title. What were you expecting? We absolutely suck at avoiding spoilers, so we're not even going to try anymore. You have been warned. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Hello and welcome to the most soulful podcast on Podbean, Spotify, Apple, whatever you're listening to us on. This is BS Reactor and I'm joined by Jasmine, Isaac, <laughs> Evan, and I am Malik. I am your soul. I'm sorry, you sound like you sound like Don Cornelius, did he? Was I doing a good job? You yeah. were. Yeah. Why did you interrupt? Yeah. Sorry. sorry. No, no, no. I thought that was pretty good. Look, Pat, I'm not mad good. at you. I'm not mad at you because I 100% was not going for Soul Train. <laughs> I, was, I was just going to let it ride out. I'm sorry. I was going to say Soul Train. Awesome. Was good. awesome. Honestly, that's apologize. the best take right. we've had so yeah. far. Four takes of Pat constantly not knowing what he wanted to say besides his name. We're here today to discuss a movie that I picked for all of us to watch, and we're talking about the 2009 movie Black Dynamite starring Michael Jai White as Black Dynamite. Dynamite. Now, this movie was honestly just super funny. It was my first time seeing it, and there's a few things that I didn't know about it. First of all, didn't know it came out in 2009. For some reason, I didn't check the date. And I also wasn't sure if it was supposed to be a spoof or a legit comedy. <laughs> I knew that they had him as the super strong black man and everything like that. Well, but you tell mm-hmm. what the point of the movie is. The point of your movie is... Let me the see. The synopsis. The, the yeah, synopsis yeah. of the movie is Black Dynamite is well known around as one of the coolest, flyest motherfuckers to ever walk through the streets. Yeah, because in and Chef, they bleep him when he's like trying to call himself a motherfucker. This, yeah. They just go for it. Yeah, they just like, go for it. Yeah. The and yeah. there's no shut your mouth. But his younger brother, Jimmy, is killed by the man man mm-hmm. and he goes on a journey to try and figure out who did it and all the way to the White House. Protect his Spoilers and, now. No, because the Spoilers. House. <laughs> and try and do his best to bring peace to the ghettos and area where he lives, all the cores and all the pimps and drug dealers. The phrase he's looking it. for is getting smacked off the street. <laughs> he's he's just looking for everybody <laughs> to have a good time. He knows everybody and everybody knows black dynamite. Yeah, almost everyone. Couple There's of, a couple people that ask who are, who are you? you? Who are you? Their asses handed to him. Bye, bye, Mr. Black Dynamite. What's everyone think about the movie? Oh, it's beautiful. It's an awesome movie. Was this your first experience with black exploitation? <laughs> no, no, no. My first, I think the first movie I ever saw that had any kind of black exploitation in it was probably Undercover Brother. Oh, okay. Probably because me and my older cousin were rooting around through our DVDs and we saw a flaming cover with Eddie Griffin on the cover <laughs> with an afro and two ladies. And we was like, this looks like it'd be pretty funny. And then put it in. I had already been watching like Chappelle's show and stuff like that. I was like, oh, Dave Chappelle's in this. And then I watched it and I just got blown away by it. Had no clue that it was supposed to be any kind of black exploitation, but <laughs> it was ultimately was just a great movie. Yeah, last time I went searching my videos and I saw a cover like that, it was not a comedy okay. movie. Thank you for that foray but into your personal. Ultimately, life. ultimately, uh, You're I, I started. I've seen a few. You sure it wasn't still a comedy? I've seen Super Bad. I've seen no, like I said, Undercover Brother. Good. Seen uh, I'm gonna get you sucker. That's probably my favorite. That was another spoof. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that one was like, like, super all funny. Of, all of us you talking about are spoofs. Yeah, <laughs> like, for real. 
were, yeah. I mean, hey, they were it's fun. because they're that recent. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. What was uh, Last Dragon, Pat? Last Dragon. I like the Last Dragon a whole but lot. That was more of a spoof of like kung fu, kung fu movies, movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and how black people connect so much with kung fu movies. I think that movie started Wu Tang. <laughs> That was a movie that started Wu Tang. Well, I mean, Wu Tang Clan has made a bunch of kung fu movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like so. if you're going for like the seminal black exploitation, you're probably talking about Superfly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. or Dolomite. Foxy Brown. Shaft. Dolomite. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Dolomite was one of the heaviest influences yeah. for Black yeah. Dynamite. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the, the whole character of Bullhorn was oh, Dolomite. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a really good movie. Not the first time I'd heard of Black Dynamite because they came out with an animated series on Adult Swim not many years after it came out. Oh, pretty much immediately. And like, it was they started production was, as soon as this did. Okay, it was so good. Dang, I'm funny. I was blown away by it. And jumping back to the movie, it was honestly a lot funnier than the fucking cartoon. There's a tone of seriousness in the <laughs> yeah. cartoon. But in this movie, it's just we're going to be serious for all of like two minutes and then we're just going to fuck uh-huh. around. So they take every little ridiculous thing and just tweak it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just a little. Just so you know. I haven't seen the cartoon and I was wondering how that would translate because most of the appeal to this is the way that he's saying things mm-hmm. and how much commitment he's putting into every line. So it sound, the cartoon actually sounds almost exactly it, it like because it's like, all right? the main characters in this movie are back for the oh, yeah. yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. but in spoiler in the movies everybody mm-hmm. besides Black Dynamite and his crew except probably Honeybee dies like it's supposed to be after that so was alive so <laughs> in the movie <laughs> in the movie he lives I guess in like a whorehouse or he's near like a whorehouse and then there's an orphanage but in the cartoon there's a orphanage which he merged the two so that the kids <laughs> wouldn't have to be on the street getting smacked and the whores yeah. would have a place to stay and practice their kung fu he has a special connection with orphans because he used to be, be one. One. he used to be an orphan everybody <laughs> don't forget he used yeah. to be an orphan yeah and it's lines yeah. like that just a little twist I had to do like three double takes on yeah. the movie to make sure he said that right how did you not realize this was a spoof I was watching it at first and I was just like okay like mm-hmm. it's Black Dynamite the thing that set me off the most was when he was having that fight with the gun he uses a Magnum 44 caliber revolver a giant and a ass a revolver, huge revolver. Oh, yeah. like, and a sarcastic a legitimately a hand cannon never not once in this fucking movie does he reload this gun and I'm looking at it I'm like is he gonna Wait. reload the gun he literally shot it 18 times in one scene and they're just like no yeah, just play it off it. so he took you that not when he was talking and the boom mic kept hitting him in the head <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie I hardly ever noticed that <laughs> Because <laughs> or, I don't know or, why. I think it looked like his hair or something. I was or, like, oh, whatever. Or when Honey was doing her serious thing, she's supposed to be crying. One tear came yeah, down. Just which one, one tear is like permanently yeah, in that one permanent spot. Permanently in that one spot. And then she's talking. She, she it looks, doesn't move at she all. She just looks to the right a little bit like she's looking at cue cards. Or they kept splicing I, in footage from other movies. Yeah. I think I was analyzing it too much. I was like, yeah. I, I need this movie yeah. for uh-huh. the information and everything for I the podcast. I can definitely see that. They went overboard on trying to make this thing look right. Also, too, the first scene where uh, they had the three drug dealers there and they're like one of you guys is not who you think you are and the guy in the middle who has to be the brother was talking all like he's a Shakespearean actor yeah how could you think I am not street my brother I am so street back in the streets like, I'm heading back to the streets where I live <laughs> and I think of it as like someone's court voice you know what I mean yeah. like, I watched Undercover Brother after this just cause I wanted to and in the movie he gets whitewashed and yeah. he's like where I'm from we pronounce our E's and our R's and I'm like, God damn it yeah that's exactly what happened have you guys seen Sorry to Bother You I have no. not seen oh, that oh my god okay that's gonna be on there sometime well yeah okay. it's, I mean Jasmine Malik and I we pretty much know what kind of voice that is that's what black people call our, our phone voice <laughs> 
<laughs> we all. We, I mean, that's not what I call it. But oh yeah, I mean, yeah. present well, company. Well, I'm trying to. I'm trying, I know. It's really no, called. like I said, present company. You yeah. know, put your hand down. Phone voice. Do it. <laughs> Wait, are you supposed to move your lips and I'm supposed to talk? Is that what? <laughs> it was interesting watching the cartoon first because I was able to figure out who everybody was. Yeah. Honeybee kind of threw me for a second, but I was like, okay, that sounds just like her. Didn't look like her. Um, yeah. But the one thing that triggered me with that one, like I could recognize everybody by how they sounded and everything. They had the little pimp meeting and everything like mm-hmm. that. And there was one dude, the dude in red. And I was like, dude, look real familiar. And then yeah, he did. his yeah. name was Mo Bitches. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, oh, I remember that. Mo Bitches, aka Cedric Yarbrough, who is on Reno 911. Was that legit? Captain Kangaroo, like, was the that Captain the real? Kangaroo pimp. Was that like, that could that was, was just like him? It did, no, it and that's why else. I was. Yeah. yeah, I was like, is that really him? Isn't he dead by now? That's what I was thinking. Oh, he that looks really. No, that, like that scene, I had to stop it and start it over just because I stopped watching the movie. So I was like, oh shit, is that Arsenio Hall? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, this is a real comedy movie uh, now. And they went out of their way to make this look like an actual seventies movie. Oh, oh, sure. oh they like, even like, the grainy, like everything. No, like the film, the cameras, the Isaac. Like I told you, that's the other thing that tripped me out. I thought it was made in the 70s because the film grain was it so looks, like that, intense. Yeah, I was fucking, like, holy crap. That fucking sure. cut out side by side editing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is, that is so yeah. sad. The uh, spliced in stock footage from Sony's archive, some of it doesn't match up. One of the things on my list of stuff to talk about at some point, the car he runs off the road and then the car he drops off of a helicopter. The it's same. the same shot of a car. Yeah, it's the exact, yeah, the exact same shot. And it's shot. blowing up before it hits anything. Mm-hmm. Like It just yeah. goes into the air, it explodes. And then, and then explodes. The yeah. It exploded in midair. The dude who he was chasing was still alive. Car was not on fire. <laughs> and then it exploded again. Yeah. <laughs> but it had a really funny story. It was pretty funny to watch it lay out the way it did. They even had like a beautiful moment where they had the ending of the black exploitation movie, like you would normally have, where it's like, okay, the streets are cleaned up, the smack is gone. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Then they played that out a little ways for like the idyllic hood. Yeah. Then we're like, oh, there's still plot happening. Yeah. yeah. The, the whole thing about the movie was that the man was having the pimps and hookers and smack dealers deal out a new kind of drug that was supposed to make the ghetto worse and kill like it was supposed to make black people weaker or something that was like their reasoning behind it <laughs> so they invented a new brand of malt liquor called anaconda and it said i think it said what it tastes so good it made you go woo. <laughs> <laughs> give you a little Richard. And then the, give you a little and the trick was it was yeah. going to give you a little Richard. There was a whole five minute scene where they had to figure out that it give you a little like Richard. Fucking free associated random bullshit. Yeah. And exactly. Yeah. What happened Greek when you drank this malt that. liquor was it shrunk your dick to the size of like an acorn. Weirdly, most of that was Greek and Roman mythology. Yeah. yeah. But well, honestly, that probably adds to they like link, the campiness of it. It does. Yeah. yeah. They linked M&M's to little dick. That's how they did the whole thing. They went from M&M's, the Mars candy, to you get a little dick if you drink this malt liquor in particular because he said it melts because he said it melts in your mouth it melts in your mouth but not in your hand not in your hand, <laughs> not in your hand. what else melts in your mouth M&M's right who makes and M&M's Mars Mars chocolate and who, and who, who is, is Mars, Mars? Yeah. Roman God of War but what's his Greek name Aries, Aries. when you take the Mars, S Mars backwards e- drop the S, S. You get Ram, Ram. <laughs> just same as Aries the astrological Logical. sign who invented astrology <laughs> yeah no just absolutely yeah, ridiculous no. oh god and then if you then you take all the letters out except for A. What is that? So I thought they were going to spell out malt liquor. <laughs> but it nope, stopped at not at all. No. Not at all. 
and then oh, it's God. something else because they were they were setting it up like they were going to be like in those movies where someone says word like it's oh like my God f- and it's an anagram you're like oh mm-hmm. that's what it was uh-huh. no yeah. it was like, literally just I also like that he wrote shit. the two letters on the board then they just dropped the board yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't be none of that anymore they also got the assistance of a very nice old lady in that chicken joint well yeah. like my or, favorite me, waffle joint my favorite part of that whole thing was that it was completely unnecessary because they knew the shipment existed they found the malt liquor where the shipment should have been and the effect happened and they saw it one of their friends was very keen on drinking that malt liquor and they went to his house he's just sitting he's just sitting there with a tiny dick and then he's like do you want to live and he's like uh, he's like do you want to live dude's still not answering he just killed him did they suggest that that restaurant invented chicken and waffles? So yeah. it was the it one was a, dude. It was one dude. He had chili Roscoe's. and donuts. And then feds followed <laughs> Black like, Dynamite's like female love up. interest yeah. Yeah. and like shot the place up. Thought really, maybe, really funny because dude didn't know how to work the parking brake. But he's really like, did. this ain't the business for me. I mean, chili and donuts wasn't working. When they're in the bar doing the whole thing to figure out what the malt liquor does, he's sitting in there and then gets the idea for chicken and waffles because they order waffles. And they only, had the the, they, only they only also had leftover chicken. And he was like, yeah. that's it. And then yeah. he ran out of the fucking. So, so the guy's name is Roscoe, so it's supposed yeah. to be Roscoe Chicken, Chicken Waffles. waffles. Yeah. Now, if you watch once again, since I've seen if you watch both, the cartoon, yeah, since, I, since I've seen both the cartoon and movie, in a cartoon, he goes through a bunch of other different amalgamations before they get to it. One is like uh, one is like hog balls and lemonade <laughs> or something like that. It is it's just a bunch of weird ass combinations that you're like, why? Like that guy has a lot of yeah, money to keep it, rebranding. It, it, yeah, like every episode they find themselves either talking about let's go get something to eat or they're at that restaurant. And it's always something different and it's never like oh chicken and waffles because it's just basically making fun of like who thought of putting chicken and waffles together no. i mean but it's good it's, it oh, God, it's yeah. fucking while delicious. we're sort of freeforming this i want to take a moment to point out that one of the more ridiculous lines in the movie is actually one of the least ridiculous lines in the movie what's that donuts don't wear alligator shoes <laughs> <laughs> which on its own is a ridiculous statement but <laughs> the guy's supposed to be a fucking donut and chili place mascot and he's wearing real nice alligator yeah. skin shoes not the fact that he walked in after her and also had a what MP40. Yeah. He didn't have or, it at or, first. Like it only he showed didn't up have after, it until he was, after he got shot. Yes. It's almost like or, the gun was planted on him. Yes. <laughs> like or, he, he shot an unarmed man who landed on the ground with a gun. Who just happened to have a gun in his hand. Uh-huh. Or, yeah. or it could be the fact that he was the only white guy in like miles. <laughs> in also that, yeah. And then he was really clearly wearing like a suit, suit? inside yeah. the donut yeah. suit. Yeah. Also yeah. that donut, it looked like a half of a bagel. It looked like a donut. Oh, y'all couldn't afford to hold outfit or <laughs> oh man or if you're getting shot up he goes to the doctor and he's sitting there with the nurse half naked he uh check my thermometer he's like, and then the doctor thermometer comes in, for you and the doctor comes in like black dynamite that's honestly a beautiful moment he's like you sit here there with them titties but then go ahead and the doctor's just like yeah okay old black dynamite that might be the one honky black dynamite respect you you've been here twice this year black Dynamite <laughs> for the same thing. I mean, Black Dynamite's been shot twice within one year. Kind of so, sucks. Yeah. You need a yeah. new you line of work. work. He's like, if it would have been three inches to the left, <laughs> you, you would like, we wouldn't be here. having this conversation. Like, three it would have missed me. <laughs> three inches to the right, it would have missed me. Like, Wait, no. Also, yeah. did you notice he had a patch there in the front? Yeah. Well, if it went through, like the doctor yeah, said, he didn't have any wound on the back. Yeah, he had nothing. Yeah, he's not wearing a shirt later on. Like he's doing kung fu stuff. No, there's nothing there. No man, nothing. Oh man. One of my favorite lines is, shh, stop talking, you wicked the other bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so he's having sex with three women at the same time, almost as if to suggest that he has 
three oh, individual they, sets yeah. of genitals. They definitely make it three. Yeah. Make it clear mm-hmm. that it's, yeah, it's three. three. <laughs> and then that line leads to just zooming out to like the other five <laughs> the on other, the bed. The, <laughs> other, <laughs> the other women just sprawled out at the base at the foot of the bed. Like it's, it's not even possible. <laughs> it's Black Dynamite. He can do it. Yeah. He can yeah, do he's it. Good. Yeah. <laughs> just as long as he doesn't break his promise to his mama. Mm-hmm. And let his little brother die like he did. But and that's not the only thing that's it. surprising about Black Dynamite because he was in Vietnam, apparently. Yep. He's a member of the CIA, which yep. he says like 18 times. <laughs> it's just, yes. That moment of when I was in the CIA, I was the right. best CIA agent the CIA ever had. Like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> that's, that is so, that is very 70s movie. He became a Black Panther for all of like, what, two months? Yeah. And he's also a master of Kung Fu <laughs> and he does law enforcement members somehow. No, no, he's basically a pimp because yep. people didn't get uh-huh. their money. Yeah. yeah. He's taking care of the prostitutes in town and he knows the pimps and there's this scene later on when he goes to the pimps and was like hey I know you guys are dealing smack but I'm gonna clean up smack on the mirror and one of the pimps like I'm gonna take down anybody selling drugs in this community like yeah. but black dynamite we sell, sell drugs, drugs we sell community. drugs in the community but well, I'm just letting you if you know. leave I'm just letting you know if I people see you on the street show ass uh, do you guys look at the credits because they did no, more stuff yeah. the pimp and Mo Bitches is like oh, I know how to do two things take money from bitches and sell smack to people oh yeah I do remember that something about the short prostitute came yeah. up a little short in her payments or something yeah, yeah. Mm. Pat noticed all the fucking <laughs> I mean uh, because the whole so movie good. is all this little stuff yeah, that just absolutely yeah. destroys well, like yeah. exactly everything about that orphanage every mm-hmm. single yeah. little they've got an entire like no furniture except this no. one table but an entire wall just covered in holiday canned Can food, food donation yeah. boxes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, One of the kids looks like he's a homeless kid laying on the ground in a box on, with like a, a draped over blanket yeah, yeah. inside like, the building. You got some smack, mister. Yeah. <laughs> and then he shakes the absolute bejesus out he's of like, this kid. Gonna, <laughs> His eyes get super white. And it's not even like don't do that. It's, we tried that already. Yeah. We tried that. Black dynamite. It don't work. We can't or, shake crack out of a kid's so, system. Let's give it a head to the end when he's fighting Richard Nixon. Oh, yes. He goes to a nunchuck fight with Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon pulls out the presidential nunchucks. Yes. (laughs) So they're fighting. And Nicole Sullivan's character, she does a lot of voices on Family Guy, but she also, I knew her from Mad TV. Mad TV, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, she was hilarious Uh on there. But she is in there. She's like, put down the presidential. (laughs) (laughs) And Richard Nixon are throwing plates at each other. Yeah, throwing plates at each other. And she started it. Yeah, she she shoots the plate and just put down the presidential China. And he goes over there and just lying. For 15 seconds is waddling backwards into the Which is a callback to the first scene where he yeah. smacks someone literally through a wall. Yeah. 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 Yep. So then at the end, after he first beat up Nixon, like he goes, on his way up the white yeah, house. He goes by the place where he smacked her up. He goes, I'm sorry for smacking you up. I shouldn't have done that. You only tried to kill me. You didn't shoot me. And he goes this whole big thing about if it how connected, he connected, maybe the ends would have justified the means. means. Yeah. That did not justify the means. I shouldn't have done that. I feel you like remember? I broke my own personal code. To end it, so I apologize. For and that. she's like, I tried to kill you. He goes, No, you just shot the plate. <laughs> and, then, and then at the end, she's like, Black Dynamite, you're so righteous. And he's like, This is also true. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Gloria, who wasn't even there, jumps into his arms. Yeah. And then he just fucking arms drops and her and gets onto his leg. He's like trying to do his little speech, and she's yeah. just in, <laughs> put her down and start over. Yeah. She put, <laughs> he gets down, she lays on his leg, kind of like old school. The old Conan. And the barbarian, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then Nicole 
Sullivan's character is like, oh, I guess I should come she over too. Up See, he crawls over and he pulls out his magnum and he's just holding it forward. And the nunchucks. And the nunchucks. He's like, whatever the age of black dynamite is. There's like a moment before that back at the whorehouse where like he's somebody like the girl comes out and finishes his catchphrase for him and he just immediately goes off on her. Oh, he totally does. He's like, I know it's you. I have to look. My name is Euphoria. Euphoria. I know it's you, Euphoria. You always talking. You have to look. I'll take you back to the old pip. You look with a hot iron on your face. Hot iron hangers on your face. <laughs> oh god. Oh, god. And she just looked done. She's she like, stood, and then she's like, I'm sorry, fat guy. He's like, did I tell you to shut the fuck up when adults are talking? <laughs> like that's yeah, the thing it. about black exploitation that you absolutely love it and the, the tropes that come with it, but I'm not gonna lie and say I don't have <laughs> Obviously, my issues with it. Yeah, I, I suppose we should touch on that a little yeah, bit too. And, yeah. I mean, in the moment, you're like, "Oh, this is hilarious," and you you realize. And then later, it's like, know, "Oh, that fuck." Yeah. 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 It's like, oh man, you really shouldn't know because it, uh-huh. it just it shouldn't be like. That. There's a scene when he's out with his girlfriend, and she comes along with two girls, and they're like, "My right. mommy says my daddy's name Black Dynamite." My mommy says, says that, that too. too. And yeah. he, his response is, "Hush up, child." That's <laughs> like, a lot of cats like, his around. Eyes got like huge. black. <laughs> and it's hilarious, but also at the same time, it's like, oh, that's a stereotype. We should yeah. probably... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or when he was having a flashback about his mom telling him to keep his brother off drugs and not die, they flash ahead when he's like a little boy. He goes, I I'm promise, six, mama. I, and he's like, I'm 18-year-old black guy. I'm 18-year-old black guy. You're my 16-year-old little brother. Like his brother got amnesia or something. No, like he did like How many times have you announced your age to your sibling? And he's credited in... Like he's in the credits as 18-year-old black guy and 16-year-old little brother. Jimmy. Still counts yeah. for SAG. Yeah, it does. Still <laughs> counts. And the aunt who kept doing the whole stereotypical oh, trope yeah. of the first time I saw that trope was in or second or third leave the weapon when Riggs and Murtaugh end up shooting one of his son's friends who tried to shoot him. And at the funeral, his mom was like, "You trying to help my son? You better get guns off the street. It's your fault." Like the whole thing of the old black woman hitting a cop at a funeral thing. Mm. That's what that reminded me of. And I was like, "Oh, wait. That, that was like kind of an old spectation thing where his aunt kept saying, like, my mother would roll over in her grave that you broke her promise that you made to her on her dying bed about keeping her.'" <laughs> Keeping your brother Jimmy when she Keeping called your brother Jimmy clean and alive. When she called to tell him about it, he hung up on her rambling. Totally. She picked up yeah. that <laughs> sentence at the funeral. It was like that amazing exactly. sentence. And she couldn't hang up the phone. <laughs> he kept going, deep, deep, missing the phone, and she kept talking. Oh, and then man. went back to tell at the funeral. I would hate myself if I didn't bring because I put this in my notes specifically, something we have to talk about is eggs. There is a scene in this movie where he's trying mm-hmm. to figure out what happened to his brother. He goes and finds cream corn at the barbershop. Oh. <laughs> they had this chase <laughs> through the streets. Oh, my God. <laughs> God. And cream cord flying through this alleyway and goes right down a set of stairs next to some guys carrying this big old like four high stack of 24 by 24 it eggs. Two yeah. people to carry eggs. I mean, but there's a ton of them. Yeah. And he just goes few. flying right past these dudes and they stop and wait. Black Dynamite flies down these stairs, gets past them, pivots. Goes behind them and shoulders them over. <laughs> it's like the an absolute classic knocking over a fruit cart in a chase scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're not even in the way. <laughs> but you have to do it. Like, they're out of the way, but you have to still do it. That's the trope for this scene, and you better do it. It makes me think of the cabbage guy in Avatar. Oh. Yeah. My cabbages! Yeah. Yeah. Like, they made a point to have him go past, past them, them and yeah. then go around and still knock all in the eggs over. In that same scene, though, I was thinking, 
did he turn this into a race? Because he got right next to him. Yeah, and, yeah. Then he's and then they jump off the roof and he's like, I got you. I'm like, but y'all, you were right next to him for like two whole minutes. Oh, yeah. What are you doing? Right right then, then he does right the there. full straight up Tim Burton Batman. Yeah. Like he takes the guy to the roof and then, oh, you're not going to talk? Hold him over. He's like, I sit. All right. I'll talk. Oh, man. There's kind of three movies glommed into one on this. There's the initial part where he's trying to discover his brother's killer and so forth. Right. Mm-hmm. And he finds him. Right. And then there's the getting the and drugs then there's, off the street. There's the anaconda malt liquor. The mm-hmm. B storyline, which turns into almost a second movie. Yeah. Where he has to go to Kung Fu Island. The fiendish Dr. Wu. Wu. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> and... <laughs> The really Kung specific Fu yeah, Kung Fu treachery is yeah. mentioned yeah. like five times oh in this two minutes. I gotta get into this. That was my favorite part. Entire thing on Kung Fu Island from the point where where he's like, let's be stealthy and Bullhorn just starts shooting the incendiary yeah, turn the lake all over the place. And I was like, that's not how like, that works. Okay. And he's like, well, let's split up. All I could think of was Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> Can we talk about how they left Kung Fu Island and half had their hands cut up and they left them yeah. to die in a burning building? They were dead. Yeah. Not it. They, they were not ninja. dead. Stars or something. <laughs> they got ninja stars. Yeah. Hey, as far as I can tell, they was dead. And then, what was this dude using a boomerang? Yeah, he blew a boomerang, and then it came in, cut off Bullhorn's head, and Black Dynamite was like, "Oh, you done fucked up now." Proceeds to kill the entire operation, and then, it, and then the boss is like, "Oh shit, he's fighting." He's like, "Ah oh, shit, I gotta get out of here." So and, then, and then at the very end, he's sitting there with Doctor Wu, and Doctor Wu gets hit in the head by a boomerang. He goes, "Ha! I do that shit before I, I, I came in here." Before I came in here. And I'm like, it chopped his arm off. It just comes right in through the window. Yeah. Right? Yeah, before Dr. Wu went in the lab, yeah. when he was in the lab, before Black yeah. Diamond came in, he said to do that. He's like, go see if you can find Black Diamond. Why are you said, walking behind said, me? Keep your eyes on him. He yeah. said, keep your eyes on him. Black Diamond knocked the guy over and then proceeds to like poke him in the eye. He with, like the fucking eyes thing. out. What did he say? He said, he said, he told you to keep your eyes on me, motherfucker. <laughs> and then he, takes then he it fucking throws the eyes at Dr. Wu. Like, he's so, like, you told him to keep his eyes on But me. apparently he was close enough to hear that. That. <laughs> yeah. literally up a flight of stairs. There's got to be acoustics. He had to have yeah. come back down the stairs to get the guy if he was close oh enough to hear that God. shit. Oh, oh man, this and Doctor Wu's <laughs> excuse was like, "I was under orders. They threatened to fire me." Yeah. <laughs> and they were trying to find a formula to make white guys' dicks bigger to compete with black guys, but yeah. they found something that made it shrink, shrink. instead. They, they, they did yeah. the exact opposite. So mm-hmm. instead of fixing their own problem, they were like. Put that malt liquor. Black people only drink that in the hood. <laughs> they won't be as big and bad anymore. Oh, Lord. Oh, literally the entire time on Kung Fu Island was my favorite. Oh. That was my favorite part of the whole movie. Because oh. it was 100% unnecessary. I mean, <laughs> a lot like, of that was unnecessary. Like, like the whole but... movie, for the most part, like Isaac was saying, is like five different movies in one. Like, I mean, yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. Well, well, like, they wanted to touch on all the different yeah. genres. Because I mean, the, they're the, the full one commitment shot to the unnecessary is what makes the movie. Yeah. Just, like, oh, yeah. Let's talk about that egg shot. They no reason to even no, put yeah. those guys uh-huh. in there. It legitimately seemed like everyone was enjoying themselves. When they oh, did this absolutely. Movie, so. I think my favorite death in that whole movie was Cream Corn, though. Because Black yeah. Dynamite, they pull up on the White House in this helicopter they took from Kung Fu Island. He's like, all right, I'm going to parachute in. He's like, what? He's like, take the wheel. And he jumps out. And Cream Corn's like, what the hell are you doing? Dude comes Two out with a rocket later. launcher, shoots yeah. it. And he's like, ah, he explodes. Black Dynamite's like, no, Cream Corn. And like, it's really obvious from this, the helicopter's going to land on him. And it's yeah. just yeah. not there. It's just, it's, it's, it's just gone. 
uh, it, they put another rocket into his parachute. In, into his parachute, which only lights it on fire. Yeah, fine. He's like, ah, I'm okay. But oh, cream corn was most definitely my favorite death because he Tommy was. He Davis. was like, I'm not for this. And then he just yeah. blown the fuck. Oh, oh man. Let's it, see, I got a couple more things oh, in here. Please, uh, please bring up more. Chicago wins gang is ranked by hat size. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> obviously. Pretty Somewhere in there, as soon as that chase to get chase down Chicago wins starts, I have written down. Of course, Black Dynamite has a big ass luxury car yes. <laughs> with custom headlights. Or the fact that for the start, he was still fighting his people, and they stopped. Chicago Wind looks around, goes, "I gotta go out." And he walks out, and then everyone starts fighting again. It's like and they're doing the kung fu thing, yeah. and like he loses his nunchucks off the screen. Yeah, and then suddenly they just reappear. Yes. Oh yeah. But <laughs> my favorite part of that scene was when he came in to find information. They were like, "We ain't gonna tell you nothing." And then he's leaving, and the dude's like, "Yeah, motherfucker, get out of here. This is what we do." And then he just turns, turns the, the clothes the sign. sign and shuts the gate. And they're like, "Oh, <laughs> shit. oh you thought I was trapped yeah. in here? No, you're trapped. You're in trapped here, in here yeah. with me." And then he yeah. proceeds to beat the shit out of and all then of them. Bullhorn comes in to save him. Like, I'll take care of these guys. He slaps one of the guys and breaks character completely. <laughs> the, the guy who he slaps breaks character because I guess he actually slapped him. And he got like, the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> cuts and there's a different, different guy <laughs> and the, the first guy was like taller than Bullhorn he was bigger than a taller, taller yeah. bigger and blacker <laughs> next thing he's shorter <laughs> light skin light skin dude his heart. and they're like oh just, I know like the act of his girlfriend is like a trope or whatever but oh, I kind of feel like no, uh, it definitely is. is Pat you want to talk oh, about yeah. your favorite characters a little bit <laughs> oh Gloria <laughs> yeah it's the trope of every protagonist woman in black exploitation slash action movies at that time where she's strong willed like no man's gonna tell me anything she's always for she the community no she's for the community yeah, she's always she for wants the to community, save everybody and she's always trying to help everyone out and when, mm-hmm. so when the main character comes she's like I don't take nothing from no one you can't get me on your sly ways I'm a woman who <laughs> you want this cookie you gotta wear yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, you gotta do all Did this you other just stuff, use blah, the word blah, blah. cookie? Dude, that's yeah, my favorite. Yeah, that's like, my favorite yeah. term. She says cookie that's like my favorite 14 term. times. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, like, just cookie. Kind of and then she always does this whole thing just whenever he talks to her about, oh, I'm not that type of woman. That just, that just, and he's like, I mean, you do what you want to. Yeah, he I literally just need help with this. Yeah, he over literally here. just showed up and he's like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. like, I'm not that kind of woman. He's like, and then I mean, they have like okay. a date thing in the park and it looks like he's just stalking her. She like shoves him. I'm like, oh, he's going to push her back. And then she's like runs away and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. Right Before he walked into, he met her the first time and then he walks into this Black Panther meeting, Mm -hmm. the secret in quotations, Black Panther meeting. And they're like, hey, how'd you get in here? (laughs) I walked walked in the door. And then, like, like, so secret. It's just like a two bedroom apartment. Yeah, it's a door. I mean, which is kind of what they, and they didn't lie. Yeah. And all three of them walked in, shut the door. And he's like, oh, this didn't is where it is. Shut it. He's the guy that shut it. Yeah. <laughs> he's invitation only. He's like, oh, I walked in. Let's see. What else do I have in here? Uh, oh, there's an entire song about breaking into Jimmy's. Yeah. <laughs> and he finds out somebody broke into Jimmy's. And, like, the soundtrack yes. just goes into a whole, Dude, bro- they broke into Jimmy's like, song. I didn't know this. This happens, like, at least three yeah. times in the movie. When it's just weirdly specific and yeah, Black yeah. Dynamite walks into Jimmy's apartment and then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but he doesn't know somebody might be there but he has a hunch <laughs> he's talking about what? Black Dynamite has to go fight the president you don't know what's going on <laughs> someone killed his brother <laughs> 
You know what? That's one of my favorite parts, actually, because when agents come back in and they're like, well, look, we know that your brother got killed, <laughs> but we can't have you in the streets making a bloodbath. And he's like, well, I'm going to only make a little puddle. <laughs> he's like a river yeah. of blood. <laughs> just just like, like, no, yeah. a little bit. He said a river of blood. He's like, I'll just make a little puddle. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And I, I love how they broke in. And he has like, some reason he has a stuffed bear. Like a big taxidermy bear. He, he keeps his, head his on. gut holster on. Yeah, gut yeah. holster on. And he sits down like, I'm reading the paper and it says something on there like, I think it's, it's like Black like, Dynamite. They showed the newspaper when like, Black Dynamite <laughs> declares war yeah. on, on drug dealers. Yeah. And they're like, what are the evacuation may be necessary. Yeah. <laughs> like, <And> <laughs> so he's sitting down reading it and these three CIA guys come into his house and they're like, we got him. And they put their guns on him and it's just the bear sitting there with <laughs> yeah, the paper. And it's like, oh, pie on the windowsill <laughs> trick. Just like in Vietnam. <laughs> I just kind of wonder, like, in in what case would that have been applicable in Vietnam? <laughs> in Vietnam. <laughs> and it's not like it was an advanced tactic. He no, just came from but, the other side. But, yes. <laughs> yeah, remember the other one, the candle on the the can- trick birthday candle, the trick yeah. birthday candle trick. I can see that working a little bit. Yeah, kind of. I mean, <laughs> like, that's actually a pretend to get shot. A special services move where they act like they've been hit and just yeah. fall back. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, like like when I was in Vietnam and went to that village, that Chinese kid died and you kept saying Chinese. They're like, you're in Vietnam. You're Vietnam you're in, yeah. yeah. Unless you were in the wrong town. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he also but, described him as being burnt to a crisp and all this shit. And then you was, see he's on like the, this kid look, this flashback. Just, and this kid's I'm just like, normal. He's just, yeah. he's what? just on his back. He just he looks like he might have fell. <laughs> he said he was like his legs were on the, on the ceiling, ceiling fan. fan. The ceiling fan. Yeah. He, yeah. Bur- he fell over what was left of his right leg. That, like broke, broke off, off yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, he's describing this ultra gruesome whatever. And then you yeah. cut to it, and this kid's just in like a nice pristine house, and he's just laying down. He's like, uh-huh. and he goes, he was speaking that Chinese language, but I don't need to speak no Chinese language. Know what he was saying? He was saying, dynamite. Why? <laughs> know who you are and say why everybody oh, knows man. who black dynamite is covered yeah. that. pretty much and except people who are about to learn yes right? <laughs> except for the gangster who killed his brother yeah. he, <laughs> right and it seems like a john wick kind of thing it was like why would you go after his dog you yeah know? yeah why did you kill his brother no, and I, that was the thing when they found out whose brother he killed. Yeah, they're like, the you cop. know whose brother this was <laughs> the cop, like oh his brother's gonna come and make a river of blood and make a whole bloodbath across his whole city they better hope they don't he don't <laughs> find out who did it and then the next scene, and they're, they're like, like a they're vertigo like focus, and the yeah. music started playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it funny because it's like it was a white old detective cop just sitting there talking to nobody because the he was there's no one around. It's like the beat cops that are with him are like wandering yes, away. They walk yeah. away. He just keeps talking about this is they're gonna kill him. In my book, this movie is a fucking masterpiece. It's so fucking good. <laughs> All right, I got a couple more things. I made. please, All please right, keep yeah, talking about this so movie. So is Doctor Wu wearing a GI Joe Cobra uniform? I'm pretty sure he is. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not. I know it's not. It can't be. I know that logo too well. It's not. It's It's pretty close. It's it's close. I'll give you that. It's not. It's not. I promise. The old wise pimp is like an astronomer. (laughs) Astrologer, maybe. Yeah. I I mean, didn't you know that all pimps have multiple job descriptions? (laughs) No, the guy only knows two things. I mean, they're an accountant. (laughs) They're a bodyguard. Taking money from bitches (laughs) and selling smack to the people. It's like Frankie Mermaid all over again. Oh my God, I was thinking that I was just like Frankie Mermaid. Oh god. Hey Pat, why do they call him Frankie Mermaid? Because <laughs> Frankie Murray be swimming in bitches. <laughs> I was like, you should put this one on. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> I need I need that in the episode. Oh god, what people saw. Dude, Pat, do we need to take five? He's really, <laughs> He's really not gonna make it. Okay. 
<laughs> this movie was gold and I'm so happy I finally got around to seeing it. Yeah, I think it hits exactly what it's aiming for. Oh, so yeah. this is oh. high marks for me. Oh yeah, no, dead on. I would give this, especially as a, like a form of satire, this might slap Mel Brooks around. Yeah. Oh sure. yeah. There are a lot of parts that feel like somebody actually gauged the tone on Blazing Saddles and did it better. Jasmine, where are you at on this movie? Definitely high marks for me with obviously, again, taking into consideration like where you have to draw that line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, but definitely, it definitely hits all those. I think, I think in the well. spirit of it, this is about calling attention to that shit more than perpetuating mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'd probably have to give it really fucking high marks, especially the fact that you guys have been telling me there's shit I've missed, like the boom mic constantly smacking him in the face or something like that. I don't even like there's <laughs> yeah. stuff for me to go back and actually I mean, like analyze. And there's see. five yeah. or six points where something that obviously wasn't supposed, supposed to happen to in, happens yeah. and it just yeah. cuts straight back mm-hmm. without. I think like, I was trying to analyze the story too much, like I said, and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, this is the story. It's serious. And I'm like, wait, is back fake? in the day, like lies? film was crazy expensive, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was one take and done for all these movies. Going back to earlier, we're talking about Mad TV. Mm-hmm. This reminds me of Mad TV used to do a sketch like this about black exploitation <laughs> films, and they would purposely mess up, and the people would be like, oh, yeah, I'm the white guy. Like, literally, they would say, I'm the white sheriff. I'll oh. shoot you, you black people. <laughs> bang, bang. Ow, I'm dead. <laughs> fall over, and you're just like... <laughs> that is a callback, yeah. Oh, God, Mad TV, so Pat, did you like did you like Black Dynamite, Pat? So compared to the TV series, I think this is slightly better than TV series. Well, I think mm-hmm. it is better than a TV series. But the TV series I like too because it went more into other stuff that it couldn't do. Pat, there was a legit episode where the reason Michael Jackson was white was because he was an alien. Yes. And then he also <laughs> murdered his brother. He like moonwalked on his spine or something, killed him. Yeah. I I'll give this out of five. I'll give this a four and a half. I will give it I don't want to give it anything because I still haven't seen like the shit that you want to give it a rewatch. I want to give it a rewatch okay. and yeah, like analyze fair. it from a more comedic standpoint because I was watching it like I said seriously I wanted to see yeah, it no. from a well, serious standpoint the funny part was that it was written by Michael J. White he wrote came as a story directed it produced it and co-wrote with a friend Michael J. White well people know him as Spawn, Spawn. Mm-hmm. or yeah. he was in uh, Undisputed Undisputed like, he was like a couple of the Undisputed this movies. one came out after Undisputed he wanted okay. to do Black Dynamite after he finished Undisputed too. Oh, okay. okay he did that he also was in the two Tyler Perry movies why did I get married and why did I get married too uh, yeah, he was. Me, personally, those are his two best movies. <laughs> I feel like they are also black exploitation, but another another day. Yeah, you can get away with not watching those movies because those movies are weird. You'll watch the movie Medea and it'll be funny with her, and then it was all of a sudden cut to a drama. Mm-hmm. And you're like, these two movies don't go together. I think my hmm. favorite Tyler is, Perry film is probably Good Deeds. I really like that movie. I have not seen that movie. It huh. is actually fairly decent. But, and then, Guys, can we stop talking about Tyler Perry? No. <laughs> Tyler Perry. <laughs> no. Sorry, but going, what was I saying? Oh, for Michael J. White. He's known more for being an action star. For being Doomsday in the yeah. Justice League cartoon. Oh saying. yeah, that too. Oh yeah. He's known mainly for being an action guy and this shows you that he can do more than action and drama. He can be yeah. funny. He's funny. Which I think is harder too. than to do anything else is mm. being funny. For sure. This has been BSR. Thank you for joining us for this most funkadelic and satirical black exploitation review of the film Black Dynamite starring Michael Jai White in 2009. Y'all have a nice day. Dynamite. <laughs> Can you dig it? <laughs> Can you dig it, sucker? And make sure <laughs> shut the fuck up when grown people are talking. <laughs>
and the Rona's for real. All voices, music, and mixing is done by us, all rights reserved. Contact the show on social media or our website with comments or questions. Thanks for joining us.